0: Welcome to Doug and Joe Talk. I'm Doug and I'm Joe. It's Wednesday, November twenty eighth. Is that right? I think so. I had to fill out some forms today, so I should know what day it is, but I uh, I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I had one of those days where it was supposed to be a work on my properties day, but mm-hmm. my car was in the shop, so it didn't matter what the date was. It didn't. Matter. Nothing was. I wasn't going to do anything. I did a few things at home. Mm-hmm. It was like. Eh, you know, I kind of... It was a lazy day, but I got a few things done. Oh, well, that's good. So. I was,
0: on the, I was in, the, well, in the car, in the Jeep a lot today. I drive a 93 Wrangler that's been kind of stripped down and modded to be an off-road machine, but I drive it around anyway on the highway. Because you're that cool. Cold <laughs> on a day like today. Yeah, cool. No, yeah, that's not what not I meant. So cool. Very cold. <laughs> no, I felt like a, a supreme idiot today because I was driving around... Uh, I. So, I, d- I drive the Jeep. I mean, it's multi-purpose Jeep. I live on a farm. I work on a farm. So, during harvest, you know, I have i have it full of tools and I'm sure. bouncing around through fields and stuff. So, it was completely covered with mud and still covered with mud because I parked it after our last work day and then it froze hard. So, the oh no. whole Jeep was covered with frozen <laughs> yeah. mud. So, I, I kind of got it to town today, got it to the car wash and I, I was dressed kind of nice. I had some people to go see and everything and I'm in, I'm in the car wash and I can't go through the automatic because it'll spray water right through the jeep yeah. at me. So I'm uh, I'm blasting this thing with water so I can actually see out my windows and stuff. And I got mud all over myself and and uh, I didn't feel so cool. That's to answer your cool thing. You know, I didn't feel so cool today. But in the summer, it's super cool. Yeah, like the top off and <clears throat> pretty wife uh, by my side rolling around. It's fun. And you were saying it it has some kind of heat, but yeah, they see nor like <clears throat> that. Stock in '93 Wrangler would have had it would have had an interior like a car more or less. Okay. But the guy that owned it before me modded it up and and stripped everything out, so it's just got like a kind of a CJ type setup, which is it's you can call it heat if you want, but it's basically just blowing <laughs> air over the engine back into the back into the cab. So my grandpa too, my grandpa had a Willys years mm-hmm. ago, and we'll we'll talk about the
1: cigar in a second. But it's fun to just chat yeah. sometimes at the beginning. I um. Uh, uh, he had this Willys Jeep, and it had a, you could buy a heater for it and screw it to the floor. Yeah. Which was fine, except yeah. it would steam up the windows. Okay. So he took a vacuum hose and stuck it in one of the heater outlets and just wired it up to his window. And mm-hmm. so it was blowing heat, right? Yeah. Just practical yeah. as could be, you know? Totally, yeah. And it had a hand wipe, windshield wiper,
0: too. So if it yeah. rained, you had to run yeah, it. It had the hand, yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have actually been looking at those backseat heaters or whatever, auxiliary heaters, that they kind of, Make them for Jeeps. So I need one of them. But anyway, well, let's talk about what we're smoking tonight, Doug. Yeah. Well, it's called the Gurkha Private Select Toro,
1: and it came in a really nice glass tube and dipped tu- in wax. Yeah.
0: Sealed with wax. Sealed with wax. A couple guys that really appreciate marketing. It. It looked yeah. cool. You it know? did look super cool. It I took your a picture. Eye. We'll try to get it up on the. I'll, I'll make. I'll see if you can post <clears> that up there. I can do it. Whatever. Okay. Try to get a picture of the tube up there, because it's worth noting. It's pretty sweet.
1: Well, here's here's the skinny. The Private Select is a mild to medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigar. The Connecticut Shade Wrapper marries perfectly with the sweetness of the seven-year-old aged Ron Abuelo rum.
0: Sounds select.
1: Yeah. And just tearing the top off the tube, I, I didn't even pull the cigar out. As soon as I... Busted the wax off and popped the the tube. It was just
0: yeah, the, you get the sweet, yeah.
1: sweet rum smell just came right out of the tube. So that was kind of interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I am a little longing for its sister, though. That I, I you know I should just appreciate the one we have, but there's a Maduro version. <laughs> yes. and I really think the Maduro version will be better. Well, it ought to be. But Connecticut Shade, or this not Connecticut Shade, but uh, yes, Connecticut Shade. It is. Um, is what it is. Mm-hmm. So let we're going to take it for what it is, and we're going to enjoy it. It's already been lit. And um, what do you think so far? So far, the draw is great. Um I, I was expecting it to be a little sweeter, but I'm getting I'm getting some of the kind of alcoholic rum on the draw, mm-hmm. and kind of leaf, kind of leaves, leaves burning. Maybe you know light, mild leaves. Call that like a tannin.
0: Tannin almost is. I think is a feel on. Yeah, tannin. it's not. It's not that. Mm. I'm not getting much of a tanned feel, uh, I, but I, I get the uh, I get the sort of alcoholic rummy stuff too going on. That was the first impression, yep. kind of almost bready on the first. Yeah, draw. yeah, and not not super sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, not not
1: so much a banana bread, which which I like, but more of just a yeah, just a sourly
0: white bread. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's gonna sweeten up though. My prediction. My prediction is that's going to sweeten up as we go along here. But we'll find out. I expect that, too. It does take a while for
1: things to warm up. Same way with a pipe. You know, 10 oh, yeah. minutes in or so, it really starts to hit a sweet spot. Yep. So. Well, uh, there's a lot going on in the world, and some of it I'm not sure I'm interested in. <laughs> but you some of it I that. should be. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> sipping on our water. My water well. bottle
0: froze in <laughs> the cold Jeep, so uh, it's a little noisier than usual tonight. Mm, so, uh, anyway. Yeah, there's a lot going on.
1: Uh, it, it, a lot, but but to me, it's, I, I hate to say this out on, on the recording, but I'm not interested in some of it. The border stuff I'm a little more interested in, but the, some of the Manafort, Mueller stuff, I just. Well, maybe I should be. So maybe you could school me a little bit. Tell me why I, I
0: should be interested in I some of it. I don't know that. if you should or not, because I think that it doesn't really at this point matter what happens, how things unfold, with a lot of what's going on right now, because we've already kind of taken positions. You know, I mean, we've already kind of looked yeah. at the facts, seen the lay of the battlefield mm-hmm. and said, okay, this is where I'm going to hold up. And so th- what I'm saying is I haven't seen anything that's going to that's change that for me. I guess if there was something, if the sands were still shifting and things were still yeah. in motion. But really, we're just watching some things play out right now, which is still interesting. And there's, and there's a, some, some things going on that were, are worth noting. But uh, I don't know. We're just kind of spectating at this point, seeing, seeing how things are going to unfold. And, and generally,
1: this kind of falls into the category with a lot of stuff that that leftists do. They they predict the future. Oh, we found this, and because of this, this is going to happen. Well, first of all, the this that they talk about is sketchy, and then they make a prediction that you don't know if it's true anyway, not to mention the fact that it's based on something sketchy to begin with. And so it's this, oh, they're trying to make every. It's like they just hype up everything. Are you, Are you talking about a, a particular issue in or just in just general. Just in general. And, okay. and the predicting the future is a big thing and it's like when I hear him predict the future it's like I don't care. Yeah. It's like so what if you're going to convict Trump and kick him out? Okay, maybe, but I don't want to talk about what might happen. Yeah. When when we get everything thrown out on the table, then we'll
0: then we'll deal. With it, I think know? in my political memory, which isn't as good as some, I'll give you that right up front. But I think that probably the Republicans or the conservatives, or whatever you want to call them, the other end of the political spectrum, mm-hmm. are probably just as guilty of, about that. Oh, Looking at a policy or looking at a, a... something that's happened, an event, and saying, oh, it's the end of the world, we've got to motivate people to take action. I mean, that's what politics is all about, motivating people <clears> to take <throat> action. The number one tool to do that is fear. So, I, I mean, you're right. Right now, it is, the, it is absolutely 100% the liberal, Democrat end of... Things that are, uh, you know, waving their flags and saying it's the end of the world, but I think probably both parties are kind of guilty of that. Maybe, I mean,
1: <laughs> maybe, and you know, I want I want to think my side is less guilty. Well, yeah, um, and I. I'm biased, but I would say they probably are less guilty. But but I do, particularly there's a there's a brand of, of a conservative that probably would still use some of the fear mongering. Yeah. I like to talk about principle sure. more than
0: fear. For sure.
1: And say this principle oh. is right whether you're afraid hey, or not.
0: To speak to your point, <coughs> uh, certainly I think that's why uh, uh, reasonable people, should we say, uh, libertarian-leaning, you know... Uh, Conservative the conser- only reasonable people. Conservatively are the minded. People. Well what I'm saying is <laughs> <I know. laughs> reasonable people generally get steamrolled because they're more quiet. Yeah. yeah. And and generally speaking it's the loud waving in the hand waving of the hands type of people that get their way politically. And so yeah, there's elements of that on both sides, but certainly right now. And probably in general, the the feeling party, the Democrats, are probably more susceptible to that kind of thing and use it more often. I'll concede that. Okay,
1: well, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, well, I don't. I do. You have. Do you have anything substantial to, to detail-wise to talk about Mueller or uh, or well, um, <clears throat> whatever else is going on there?
0: Kind of. I was. Because uh, who's who's going to get pardoned? Uh, Manafort. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's on the table at least. Yeah. Here's the thing that we're finding that that's going to come out if it hasn't already come out. I'm because I'm a little bit behind. But a uh, guy I really respect, Dan Bongino, was talking about this earlier today. Talking about or maybe yesterday, I can't remember which what what I, what I was listening to. But uh, he was talking about how there is a common thread in all this. It's a very confusing thing what's going on, and I don't think the average American, I don't even think the above-average American, really understands all the different layers and the different testimony and the different accusations. And the, I mean, all these players, we don't really We're understand. To it out. We're trying to figure it out, but it's but it's but it's uh it's vague on purpose, I think, because what 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 the objective of all this stuff is to doubt your president he's a crook, doubt your president, doubt the administration, doubt the republicans and uh, and what we're finding is that there's a common thread in everything every single bit of of everything there's a common thread, and it's a russian thread and I, apparently back in two thousand and seven and i I'm going to sound like an idiot because I don't have the details. I'm just going to give you a narrative. But that's, we're just enjoying this cigar okay, and talking right. about stuff anyway. Basically, back in 2007, there was an article written, and I don't remember which magazine, I don't remember who wrote it, but it was an article written that, that mentioned Manafort and this Russian guy that uh, I'm not going to remember his name, who is the common thread, this Russian operative, who's, who's very close to Putin. He's, he's an operative. Talking about, clear back from 2007, talking about how the Russians are trying to meddle in U.S. politics. And mentions Manafort mentions that uh, there was a thing going on at the time about uh, Ukraine and some different side taking with that whole matter, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they were trying to influence uh, United States politics by whatever means you know they're they're influencing monetarily, politically, however, just trying to trying to stick their levers in there. And uh, so what we're finding, I think I'm convinced that all of this stuff, it was bad intelligence, purposefully fed. To anybody who had listened to it, who in this case was the Democrats looking for dirt on Trump, um, with this fake dossier, <clears throat> and what we're going to find out is that this is originated in Russia from bad actors in Russia. This information was laundered through the British, who as soon as this stuff is... Heard that who heard right. They're panicking because as soon as this stuff gets unredacted and these black blurs get taken mm-hmm. off these documents, they're not going to be able to have plausible deniability anymore about having handled this information and laundered it through and basically the cover is blown at this point point. and i think that the democrats at the time of all this stuff coming out didn't care if the information was good or not they just wanted yeah, dirt yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so they ran with it and they took it hook line and sinker and russia is the one that's winning and here the president's getting blamed for colluding with russia there was no collusion it was just meddling yeah and And, like, we don't expect that on some level anyway. Yeah. I mean, obviously
1: we have to protect against it, but I don't think think Trump had anything to do with it. No. Um, But...
0: Except that the... Except for one thing. Sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. Go back to you. Um, Except for the fact that there there were some outside... There were some people who were advocates for Trump that were actively, also actively engaged with the Russians looking for information on Hillary. See, so then the bad information gets fed to people like Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, these people that have Russian... Colleagues or connections that are also they're on Trump's side, but they're looking for information, and so they're you know that's when the whole Russia has Hillary's emails rumor came out. See, Russia was feeding bad information to both sides; they didn't care, yeah, didn't care as long as these people took it and ran with it. And so now it's just a game of we got to still make the president look bad, and we got to cover butts, and it's just a it's a big mess.
1: Yeah, it's big. I wonder if it was financially feasible if some of the information was. I'll give you this if you give me money. I mean, I, when it's dirt and somebody well, wants it, absolutely,
0: it doesn't matter if it's true. If you can make and even if some ten thousand dollars, you make yourself more, more yeah. credible when yeah. you say, "I'll take," I'll, I'll, give you this information, but I want some money because <laughs> if you make yourself look like some scared little Yeah. informant, then gosh, <laughs> you know. So it's just a. I, I and
1: here. Here's what it comes down to, and I got to be a little careful with with this stance, but I because I want principled leaders in our country that are morally good men. But that's not my top priority. So, if Trump's a morally bad man, if he's a little bit of a loudmouth and a little bit of an idiot at times on Twitter, I kind of don't care because if his policy is what I like, then I'm not going to worry as much about some of that stuff. Some things matter, but the, the cool thing about Trump that I didn't think of in the beginning is someone said he's a that it doesn't matter what you throw at him. He's so dirty already. You throw mud on him, nobody notices. I'm not even sure
0: if that's true,
1: but <laughs> it works. I mean, by dirty, I mean... Perceived as... I, I, I don't mean corrupt, necessarily. I just mean morally kind of bankrupt. But right. he's, he's, you know, and, and I don't know if that's even fair. Yeah. But at least on some level, you yeah, know. Yeah.
0: Um. The, the truth is, however, whatever reason it's for, whatever you throw at him doesn't seem to stink. Yeah. Whatever reason it is, and he's really smart at getting people
1: to <laughs> to getting people on the other side to spout off and look stupid. But
0: anyway, I, I even heard a guy. Uh, we're ready for a cigar update. in yeah. Just a second, but I I'll, I heard I heard the uh, top uh, Democrat uh, campaign uh, advisor in Iowa say yesterday that Trump, for the good, changed the game of politics completely. He did. He did. If for no other reason, he he has just what we're talking no
1: about. allegiance to anybody. And, right. and that's, a, that's a huge deal. Um, Ideas and
0: policies first.
1: Yeah, and that's not yeah. completely the anti establishment guy I wanted, but because he doesn't it'll have. It'll work for now. Right, it'll work <laughs> for now. I'm happy with it. It's like. Um, for sure. It's like nobody, I don't think anybody can buy him. You know, it's like he's got all the money he wants, so. That's right. Well, cigar update um, Gurkha, Private Select, Toro. My ash fell off already. Yeah, mine did too, but I was being emphatic with it. <clears throat> I don't know if I was or not, but it was it was a very short ash, an inch or maybe a little less. But I didn't feel bad that it fell off. It's a, it's a light draw. It feels fairly light, as big of a cigar as it is. It feels like a light pack. No complaints. I'm just... Information. Um, it's smoking like a Connecticut... Like a Connecticut but there's a... There's something interesting I, I haven't been able to put my finger on yet, and I'm wondering if it's just a... Just the filler blend is is a little tweaked to give it give it some interest, or it could maybe be some weirdness with the rum. I'm, I don't know about the, but I like the taste of the rum coming through a Connecticut. It's like there's not a lot of fancy cigar happening, but I like the rum coming through
0: the simple cigar. So <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that same thing. Like I like I, I'm I'm beginning to more and more as I as I get a cigar education over the these years here, I'm beginning to more and more appreciate a Connecticut because it's there's a simplicity to it it's not overly complex it's not so much happening like there would be with a maduro or something darker more bold whatever it seems like this is just this is a, an enjoyable cigar that you can just kind of sit back and relax and not you're not getting bombarded all of a sudden or you know continually bombarded with it that being said i got i've got um I am getting some sweet. Got a little bit of the spice in the back of the throat, which is nice. I just I, noticed I that. I kind of like that. Yeah, just noticed that. And it's just, it's like, it's like a steady, this is a steady cigar. It's, uh...
1: Yeah. It feels like it might be growing, uh, on it, in intensity just a little bit as it, as it goes, which I kind of anticipate it. W- they all do a little bit that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just noticed the tingle in the back of my throat when you said it, and, uh... You know, I would say sweet and woody would be, a general generally what a connecticut would be in and, and yeah. it, we've smoked some that were that and then other other things too but yeah. this is this is nice i'm i like what we're getting it's it's great for what it is um i forgot to make a note of the price i'm actually going to do that from now on but i forgot on this one okay but they're all in general they're 8 to 10 dollar cigars <clears throat> so um
0: this one's going it's well.
1: Smoking like a good one. It is. It is. For sure. It is, it is pretty mild, though. Yeah. I, can, I can tell there's... It's not It's not like a really deep one, so... It's not going to kick mm-hmm. our butts. Either. Right. That's true. It takes a lot to kick our butts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, border stuff? You want to go there? You want to go to censorship? Uh, Let's do the border first, because I have more to say about censorship. Okay, So if all we right. do the border thing <clears> first... <throat> then we... All right. And we've talked border stuff... <laughs> But yeah. but some people just started showing up at the border and things started yeah. to get a little raucous,
0: I suppose. Yeah. So uh... so the, I guess the thing that caught, catches my attention is that I heard on Rush Limbaugh today that somebody said and I don't even know who that immigration is now at a it's at a low. So we got all this stuff, and I want to hear because I haven't really been up to the new on the news on the border, which I, I'm kind of counting on you for. Okay. But but. Uh, it's interesting that they throw that in right now to try to draw attention away from the border and this whole issue. You know, oh, we don't need a wall. No, we don't need a wall. Uh, immigration is way down. This thing happened today. So, that, so the, that's what I heard today. And I know there's some clashes going on. So why don't you tell me what you know? And Well, the,
1: let me make a little bit of a comment on, on what you said, and then I'll go into the most, probably the most interesting thing that, that's come up in the news. But I, I think in general it doesn't matter if immigration is up or down. You decide what's right and what's best for all Americans, and you do it. Um, you know, that, plain and simple. So, there was a reporter at a major news outlet, and I don't think it was CNN. I can't remember who it was. Let me just, I'll just say that. I can't remember who it was, but it was almost like this reporter said something he wasn't supposed to, like on a major, like, live. Um, they were asking him, and, you know, you were expecting the typical leftist jargon to come out of this reporter... And he said, well, here inside the shelter, there's all these women and children. And you're like, oh great, same old story, women and children at the board. So, but if you go outside, everybody, it's like, it's all men. It's all men outside. So it's, it actually is the majority you know, the majority of guys out here. And it's like, like he wasn't supposed to say mm-hmm. that or something, mm-hmm. and he did. And it was really clear that inside where they were shooting the camera, it was women and children getting the help. They, oh, really? You we, mean they selectively <coughs> showed what was on <laughs> Well, and in it, you can kind of assume, maybe on some level, and this isn't to be sexist, but women and children are going to be the ones going into the shelter getting help. So wow. inside the shelter it's going to be more women and children but he said oh, but you go outside here look at everybody and he actually got got the
0: camera to go out and was talking about it and <laughs> what so, so so have okay so have a lot of people come across from this caravan i mean have they come across are they in the united states right now well have you heard about the throwing rocks the when they used tear gas that was that was a pretty big deal The tear too, gas was that. a big deal I, I remember that
1: yeah it's like you know but, but was that as they were crossing the border they were yeah they were throwing uh rocks at the border patrol agents and so because the border patrol agents were having rocks thrown at them getting you know they generally don't try to do anything to fight them off unless they kind of get threatened like that and so they started shooting tear gas at them and i'm thinking now wait a minute if i'm going to a country to seek asylum i'm not going to throw rocks at the good guys that's stupid
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) there's so much about this that's so ridiculous For for one. For one. You don't go demand refugee status. Mm -hmm. You ask for refugee status. If you are, in fact, a refugee, you're going to ask. You're asking for help. And the United States is willing to give you help. But if you go demanding anything, then you're not a refugee anymore. You're an invader. I mean, that's that's like common... That's like one plus one, isn't it? I mean... But... (laughs) i think so <laughs> but so okay so there's that besides the fact what do you expect when when you have been on this sort of like caravan whatever you want to call it and you're being repeated why would you want to go to a country that you have been repeatedly warned by that country's leader not don't do it don't do it don't do it <clears throat> do you expect that somebody to greet you with a, a dozen donuts and a hot pizza or something i mean like you know what what do people expect what, what do people expect? I don't know, but I mean, what do you expect if you're throwing rocks at border agents? I mean, are you... Right. You're showing that you want to... See, that's their way of yeah. lovingly showing that they want to be a productive member of our society, Yeah, they're cleaning the they... rocks up in the no-man's zone. That's no, what they It doing. underlines right. a, the a point that I've made before, is that they're not playing by the rules. And, if, and we don't want people that aren't going to play by the rules. I heard something, and I'm not... I, I didn't get complete clarity on it, because
1: I missed part of it, but... And this is interesting, and I think this was just today, um... But I heard that um, so if you cross, like from a country, from one country, and you go through an adjacent country and then into the United States, if you you ha- it sounded like someone was saying there's a law that you're on, un- you can't apply for asylum in the second country, if like you're disqualified.
0: You are if the country that you pass through was part of these sort of like <clears> that where it was signed up as like a refuge country. Oh, okay. You know, <clears throat> saying that they will accept, you know, whatever. And Mexico is. Okay. So so, yeah. so that's what
1: they the, that's had to be what they were saying, saying that most of the people that are at the border yeah. are, they've, are they've they've already waived yeah. their
0: right or their yeah, ability. so huh. The thing is like everybody I mean, again, back to the reasonable thing. Mm-hmm. Reasonable people will acknowledge the fact that we need we need immigration. We need people to work right now. And so, I'm in, I am mean, I like... I, I, the immigrants that I've met, that I've actually met and had relationships with, are great people. Hard workers. Yeah. I'm glad to, that they're my neighbors. But these ones that I'm seeing on TV and hearing about, <clears throat> I, I don't well, want them. Well, and I, I, I want
1: to be careful I say this, and I'll probably stick my foot in my mouth. But even... A mother and a child, assuming that it is the mother of the child, you know, Which, if if it's a legitimate mother right. and their child coming to the border with all of this chaos, I'm going to kind of say, I'm not sure you're being a good mom. I mean, yeah. and wouldn't it have been this... safer to just kind of hang out for a while and let this thing. Right. And, and don't assume I'm saying something. I'm not here. You know, And I, I guess I, I don't try to be too politically correct here because I just state my opinion. If it, sound, if it isn't quite right, I'll fix it later. But it's like that i I wouldn't do that that would endanger my kids,
0: you know um just it's it's yeah. long. so anyway, huh. um, did you see the thing about the with the the picture of the woman with the tear gas canister? No, I didn't see that one, so uh, I mean i I don't know if what I, I don't know what I was seeing and what I remember seeing, but there was two pictures side by side one is of a woman grabbing her children and running away from a tear gas canister that apparently had been launched at them by the evil border patrol, whatever. Uh, then, then, uh, you see the, the woman hol- posing with the tear gas canister. And so, yeah, I mean, which, which is it? Were you frantically grabbing your children or running away? Or were you stopping to pick up a tear gas canister? I don't know. It's I mean, just, who goes to pick up a tear gas canister to It's a photo to op. Pose. It's totally a photo op. Probably was given to her by the, yeah. by the reporter or whatever. I mean, my word, like,
1: I'm seeking asylum from a country, and I'm going to go pick up a canister and say, you evil country, I can't believe you're shooting tear gas at me. Let because, me in. No, yeah, let me let in. Let me in. That, that's idiotic. <laughs> not to mention the whole flag issue, and that, that's a, a little bit minor, but not necessarily. I mean, I mean, picture an immigrant, you know, 100 years ago, coming across on the boat. What yeah. flag are they carrying? The American flag. Yeah,
0: without question. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what flag are these folks carrying? The Honduran flag. Well, okay, if you like Honduras, I must go back.
0: It's an invasion, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, so before I say something over it, maybe we should <laughs> should
0: look at look at something else. How about here. our official sponsor of today?
1: Oh yeah, our our un, unofficial sponsor today is Sage Therapeutic Massage. Mm. Full full disclosure, <laughs> I've got a lot of free massages from Sage. <laughs> I paid for one. <laughs> sage Therapeutic Massage. Uh, it is my wife's business. Um, But an awesome business nonetheless, and, uh, you know, obviously I'm biased, and I get a lot of kind of freebies. My wife's really nice. When she got her license, she actually said, you know, I should probably just give you a massage once a week, which I thought, wow, that was super generous. And I said, listen, I don't want you to overwork yourself, but if I'm working on the farm and I tweak my back, it'd be nice, you know, and that's it works out
0: super nice. But as a paying customer... yeah. Uh, I've, I mean, I'm a, I had at least I have been in the past a paying customer, and uh, actually, it's the only massage I've ever received. And I think, and I don't know, maybe we should talk about massage a little bit as a topic for fun. It can be our cool thing today too, I guess, whatever. But um, I have always been a believer in chiropractics because mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a lot of faith in the medical world right now as it is, at least, and try to take care of myself reasonably. Here we are, you know, sitting in a garage smoking a cigar, but. But reasonably, try to eat good food, exercise. You know, take good care of myself. <clears throat> and take reasonable care for my, of myself at least. <clears throat> and uh, you know, there's times when you have that. You have pain. Okay. You know, we're 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 mm-hmm. men that we're not spring chickens by any stretch of the imagination. We work hard, and and sometimes things hurt. Mm-hmm. You turn wrong. You twist wrong. Get something, and and or like. Uh, you know occupational things Some during harvest and planting season I man, I'm sitting in a tractor for hours and hours and you're always and always, you're always bouncing and you're always turned yeah. looking backwards it messes you up sometimes for a while you know I'm still getting over some of this stuff and i found that massage I mean in the one time that I had it did a lot to help me feel better and get the I don't know what you want to call it I'm sure Tracy would have some magical words she knows the fancy words <laughs> she I was know. talking about <laughs> things that I was just laughing so hard but but, uh, um, gets your energy going, right? Get You know what I mean? Like, gets your, gets your body just, like, functioning the way it's supposed to function. Yeah. Again. Well, so, um, unofficial sponsor, Sage Therapeutic Massage,
1: um, you can, you can find him. We'll actually, I've got the... Does she travel? Because I think we have some listeners
0: in She U- She Ukraine, does? <laughs> yeah, uh, she does travel.
1: I, I imagine, um... If you're that far away, it might be cost prohibitive. But she does; she has a mileage. But she would if, if she, she would. She would her. absolutely. She she has a, and that's that's something new actually for her because it's it's usually been um, on site. Um, we had an office in her home for a while, and we had an office across town. But um, now we we do whatever people want. But she has a mileage fee. If she wants some, somebody in Pellet wants her to come and do a couples massage, <laughs> there's a set mileage thing, and then each massage has the, the normal fee. And, Excellent. And people like what she does, so um, I'm happy to have her be the unofficial sponsor this week. Great. So, uh, speaking of bouncing and turning and hurting your back, it, this is an <laughs> irrelevant, fun story that has nothing to do with current events mm-hmm. I'm going to throw in.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, so, I'm going to stand up to tell the story to you, and hopefully it'll help me express it to everybody on the recording. In the Olympics, they have the deadlift, you know, where you reach down, you grab, and they just, massive amounts of weight, and they Mm -hmm. just stand up, and then they drop it back down. I was telling my boss the other day, they need to change that event, because that's (laughs) really, a deadlift is pretty easy. It needs to be a a, a deadlift and a twist and throw. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you twist and throw, that's what it's, that's where you show if you're really a man, if you can do that without... You know, totally wrenching your back. For real. So. <laughs> For real.
0: There's, that's, um. a, that's a funny thing, too, that I've had a lot of people... I've had a lot of conversations with people over the years about the difference between strength and functional strength. Oh, yeah. You know, because somebody can go to the gym and bench press X number of hundreds of pounds or whatever, squat this or that, but it's a totally different story when, you have, when, you, when actually the task is to not lift something, but to manipulate it, mm-hmm. to get it to go where you need it to go or whatever, apply the leverage in the right kind of ways. That's a totally different kind of strong, I think. And dude, you're right. There's something to that. Well, I, we'll do a cigar update. Then, I, then I want to say one more thing about Tracy
1: talking about massaging two different types of people because it's kind of yeah. interesting. Okay. Um, but uh, cigar update. Um, we got a little longer ash this time that hasn't fallen off. I maybe some of the sweetness, some of that rummy sweetness, is backing off now, and we're probably about the halfway point. Pretty close. It was a long cigar. Um, not a lot of burn time, it's burning pretty quick, which I'm, no complaints, if it tastes good, I don't care. I think I'm losing some of the sweet, it's settling into, um, a little more substantial maybe than your, than your average, um, Connecticut. hmm So, um, still, still basic. I'm disappointed that it's losing some of that sweet. I haven't gotten the spice in the back of the throat either, I'm gonna change the draw up a little bit and see what happens. is pretty mild too, so.
0: Yeah, all in all, pretty mild. I don't know if it's the light pack or if it's just the nature of the tobacco, but I'm have I'm pulling pretty hard on this on it just to try to get something, some notes to to happen. <clears throat> so, um, it is kind of settling in. I think that uh, it's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. It's not unpleasant, and it is burning quick. But yeah, it's just you know you pull and pull trying to get some something to pop. And not a lot's happening, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say <laughs> something. I'm gonna try to draw a
1: line because I think that helps with with flavors. I'm gonna say this is a little less woody and more leafy, and and I'll, I almost think woody means a little sweeter too. But um, it's got that kind of fall leaves kind of, and uh, it's just a different taste. It's not good nor bad, but it's a little less yeah. woody than I think an average Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And, um uh,
0: You know. You know. That being said, though, <clears throat> I think that pro- that. For somebody that's just getting into a cigar, just getting into cigars that wants to, you know, experiment around, this is not a bad choice. You know, I think I think I'm just expecting more, but but really, it's not. A, this is not a bad cigar by any stretch of the imagination. We, we, we got to be careful comparing it to a, a 20 well, see, twenty dollar triple Maduro or something. You know, <laughs> it's not, It doesn't taste the same.
1: Yeah, it's not and, supposed to. And Connecticut's are generally good if someone wants to start out. It, it's probably good to start out lighter. So yeah, um, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm pleased with it. It's not it's not it's not wowing me as much as I thought it would with the with the rum kind of you know. but we'll see. We'll, we'll keep smoking it. I do like the rum's still there though. I Is like it. That. I, I just
0: drew a little harder and I got more of the yeah. rum, so it's it's probably not gone. But yeah, uh, it's fantastic. This and this might be an actually a nice cigar to pair with a nice with a beverage. I wondered. I wondered about that. I think. I
1: think definitely so. So um, so my wife speaking of massage, and then we'll move on to some interesting current events. She has. Um, given a massage to a lot of what I would call average people, but she said she actually did a couple, like, weightlifting, not weightlifters, but sports people that were lifting weights, and she said it was weird doing the weightlifters because it was, like, what you might expect. Some muscles were just really formed and big, and other muscles were, like, not. And she said it was weird in that aspect, but then when she gave a, a guy that works really, really hard, working farmer... Gave him a massage. She's like, he was just solid everywhere, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what you were saying—that yeah. functional strength. He was just, you know, mm-hmm. solid all over, and didn't particularly have any any you know bulk like a
0: weightlifter anyway. It was probably me. She was talking about. It might have been. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was flopping like a fish because I was so tight. But um, anyway, so um, yeah.
1: where, where where are we going to go next? Let's give something interesting to talk about. You know, we probably did save the. One of the best things for a little later in the show, um,
0: the censorship stuff is kind of, kind of heating up, isn't it? It's happening, <clears throat> man. It's totally happening. I saw. Okay, so Twitter. Uh, talk about this first. What mm-hmm. you had you had on some notes about uh, about Twitter. Why don't you go ahead and talk about what's going on with them, and then I'll give my little. Well,
1: um, just that they're obviously blatantly censoring people now. Just I I don't have the details of who it was, but there's several. Um, conservative people and and some folks that may have just said something that twitter decided was not appropriate i think at any point when twitter decides this is inappropriate they're no longer a platform and uh, yeah and it's so at at that point then they shouldn't be any more afforded the protections that they were given Uh, the the googles the twitters the facebook's were given as a platform just like Back in the day when we used to have hard wire phone lines, and i'd call you a t and t wasn't liable if I planned something nasty with you over the phone right. and said some nasty things about killing people or whatever a t and t wasn't liable You're because right. they were a platform, and so twitter shouldn't be given that protection if they're I, censoring <clears> throat>
0: throat> yeah i think I think this ship is sailed it's yeah. it's, it's it, we've they've cast off from the dock it's the ship is sailing because that's that is I think the pretty much the opinion of most people who are who are not just going to say no Twitter's fine. What are we talking about? Because they're mm-hmm. they agree with what they're doing, but but all with all these platforms now. Twitter uh, is it Dorsey Jack Dorsey or whatever who's the head of yep. Twitter um, has testified. I think I don't know if he has to continue to do so or not. But a bunch of these. Um, internet, big, huge internet companies now are having to testify. I think Google now just got where well, they're going to have to testify, and the spotlight is on is on these companies for what they're doing. The fact that they're collecting so much information, the fact that they're censoring who they who they you know feel like censoring, and I I really think we're gonna this is gonna be a big issue coming up. I really believe that because not only on the privacy standpoint, but also just for the like like you said, the the platform versus publisher versus whatever utility uh, debate it, it's it, it's it is important, and the people ought to be interested in this because we are making them very 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 rich, and and they are not serving us like we're serving them. That that's true, and they're, they're a lot of the stocks are dropping from some of the major tech people
1: too, which doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Yeah,
0: but um. Um, I saw something interesting in this arena, okay. if, you're, if you're interested in it. I, I am. Um, so yesterday I was uh, I was watching a YouTube video about something that I needed to learn about. And uh, it, it suggested another video. And it, the title of the video was just this guy sitting by his computer, Is Google Really Listening to Everything? Hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm, okay, <clears throat> gotta watch it. I'm clicking. <laughs> and, they got uh, me. <clears throat> Yeah, they got me. Anyway, the, all this was like <clears throat> was like a 20-minute like video. Of a guy, and he, he said, okay, he's like, I've heard a lot of things about this. I want to know if Google is listening all the time, because we have these, you know, aside from smart speakers, I mean, I'm talking about the microphone on your computer, are they actually <laughs> listening all the time? Because we've all heard stories, and most of us now who use these services have had an instance or two where we'll be having a conversation and then you go on and you're fed an ad on the on one of these sidebars of some site that happened to us. it's just about what you're talking about so <laughs> just, so this guy says okay this is this is, I'm going to do this as scientific as possible he's like I'm I'm going to test this live on this video to see if this is actually happening he says okay first off full I'm going to I'm I'm going to full disclose whatever he said um, I and he said pretty soon I'm going to talk about something and he held up a sign so he didn't say it, mm-hmm. and it said dog toys. Uh-huh. Okay, he says no. First off, I don't have one of these. He points at the word dog. Uh-huh. I don't. My friends don't. Doesn't get talked about around here. This is totally a, something that never gets brought up around here. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't search for these things. I don't visit these types <laughs> this of is sites. Right. He said. So he said. Here in a second, I'm gonna have a little conversation <laughs> with myself here, as if I'm talking to a friend, and we're gonna see if Google starts immediately feeding me ads for. For this, and he points again at Slime. Wow. So he says, "Okay, but first, before they did that, he went to a site. And I, I wish, like, I think it was Fark or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, com, which is kind of like a stumble upon type of thing, or just kind of feeds you some random things that you that might be in, that are happening, that are trending online or whatever. So he goes to this big long list of sites. He clicks like five or six of them, opens up five or six different tabs, <laughs> and looks at the ads that it was currently feeding him. Okay, so it's just things of like." Everything that you normally get fed, little trinkets and products and services and whatnot, whatever. Gummy bears, sweatpants, whatever. You know how how it goes, (laughs) right? So, and you couldn't really draw any strong conclusions about what he normally searches for. It was just the normal stuff that everybody gets fed all the time. And so then, he says, okay, I'm going to have this conversation now. So he starts talking about, man... You know what I really need around? Here? I need some toys for my dog. My dog, I love my dog. And he's like, if I had some money, I would really like to find some dog toys near me and find some nice, affordable dog toys for my dog to play with. You know, so go to the park and play with the other dogs. We could find some dog toys that we could just use. You know, Jeez, I'm so scared. he just he's saying the, you know all the key words you know that that you learn <laughs> in SEO like to mm-hmm. use and everything. And so he does this for about I don't know like two minutes. He talks about <clears throat> intensively talked about dog, but not in a weird way. Just okay. For two minutes. He says, okay, let's try it. So he goes to this fark.com again. He clicks a, a bunch of random sites again. Every single one was dog toys. No uh, dog services, dog medications, chew toys, how, dog beds. It was like immediate, bam, right there. Like every single one. <laughs> That's crazy. Bottom line, they are listening all the time. If you, I mean, you a person has to assume now now in this day and age we have to assume that if you have a device, a cell phone, we're talking into one right now, if you have a, anything that's connected to the internet, it is listening and it is, and you, and somewhere along the line you gave it permission to do so. Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: are we anywhere near a cigar update? I don't uh, know if we are. The reason I ask is, I'm going to say something even if we're not that's at a okay. cigar update. Yeah, we don't have to follow the format. Right. Um, so This is our podcast. It's right. We can do whatever we want. So, I'm, I'm not going to do a full update. Draw harder on this because i it's... I have been. If you have been, it's really... Yeah. It's better. It's it amping up bit. and it's burning... It makes it burn a little warm, but the, there's more flavor there. So, I'm going to keep doing that and then we'll give an update here in a couple minutes. But it, that is freaking... That's happened to my... And I... You know, I kind of write it off. I say, yeah, I know you were talking about it, but you probably right. searched for yeah. it three yes. days ago. That's yeah. what everybody says. Yeah. But, but did she really search three days ago right. for, for checkers for the kids or whatever? And, or did we just talk about it? And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I would,
0: you know, of course the guy could have faked it, but I don't think he did, I bet. I don't think he did either because it's happened to me so many times and everybody else do. I mean, everybody that sees it knows. It's crazy. And one, one, thing, thing. one thing I don't like is that once you buy something
1: it's yeah, like I they think you. they should be better at it like yeah I searched for a puffer vest and I bought one well now like I get all kinds of puffer vest ads I mean come on guys I mean yeah I might buy one for my dad but probably not I got my puffer vest yeah. already listen yeah. I got my puffer vest no more puffer vest
0: you weren't no were paying, yeah. were paying attention in your algorithms when I clicked the buy yeah. <laughs> yeah come on yeah. Well, and maybe there's no way to know that because it happens over secure sites. And all they know is that you've been on websites or have searched for things like that. They don't know you bought it. That, that's true. But, maybe, maybe, Okay, not. so there's so many facets to this. Like, it's all, Here's a well-known or a, a known thing, but if you haven't heard of it, this is good advice for our listeners. If you're searching on Amazon for a product or service or airline tickets, if you're searching online for anything and you have been searching and doing your research like all of us good internet consumers do, <clears throat> clear your cookies... Before you go to buy it, the price will be lower. Really, it will be because I the more know that. if you, as you keep searching something and you keep keep looking at it, the mm. prices incrementally keep going higher. Mm. Well, I don't know if they go higher, but it's it's documented a fact. If if you've you've been interested, been interested, been interested, then when you go to do it, it'll be chances. The chances you, are really high. It's going to be the high. chances are yeah. very high that if you clear the cookies and, and go to do it, then wow, it will, interesting, it. I, the best price. That didn't happen on my puffer best, but.
1: But we'll see. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I mean, and, and if you're, like, searching from a store that has, like, published prices. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. But, but, like, Amazon or even a lot of airline places, if you mm-hmm. go to buy tickets, <clears throat> if you've searched it five times, don't expect well, the price to be the right. best, the best price.
1: And that's it. You've kind of got to decide, I'm going to buy one, real quick search, bam, there it is. <laughs> they, <laughs> they know you have to go because you've yeah. been searching
0: for a week, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good advice. But see, here's the thing. With all this stuff. And this is where I think that you're going to see some action happen after they get, after they deal with the, they, the government, after mm-hmm. they deal with the social media and some of these big time tech companies. I, I, I think in the process of dealing with them, we've got to understand the fact that we are making <coughs> so much money by producing, producing, we're producing a product for them every day. And that product is the information just mm-hmm. of everyday life. And I think that I've been pushing this for a long time. That I think that you and I, the people in general, need to be paid our share of of the information that we produce, of the product that we produce for them, and we just give them all this information. And if, if it comes in the form of lower prices, that's fine. But I think companies need to be honest about how much value we're actually producing, how much <coughs> content, every day. And I think, I think we have a right to that information. And well, but... We also, I would say we also
1: have a right to not use them if we don't mm. like it. Um, I, I, I guess, I guess when, when things start to become normal and average, everybody has a cell phone, everybody has the internet, everybody's doing this, we start feeling like we have a right, and I'm not sure we do, and I'm, and I'm not playing the devil's advocate just to do it. I'm playing the devil's advocate because as a free market person, I think they have a right to do whatever they want as a free business. Um, they can capture our information, we, we're using the apps, we're using the cell phone, we're using... And then they... Fine. They they can do that. If I don't like it, I cannot use the cell phone. I cannot shop Amazon. I cannot use Google. I, I, at some point... I, I mean, you might be able to convince here, me the government should be involved, but well here it
0: gets kind we of... We have wiretapping laws. Okay. Because you're not allowed <clears throat> to surveil someone in the privacy of their home without their knowledge. Okay. Now... If you, buy, if you buy a Samsung TV, mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're probably not the only ones doing it, but if you read the full manual of your smart TV, it says that it has cameras and microphones and, <clears> and <throat> it is listening to you and watching you, and they take the, in that information and they sell it. You're producing content for them. But is now, that considered, is, is that
1: legally, should that legally be considered with
0: your knowledge? Is that what you were going to say? See, there's the line. Yeah because most people aren't going to read that. Yeah. They don't know that by using the product they're giving that co- company permission. And what I think that we need to see happen is that more is more awareness, but also some common guidelines about privacy and and what who owns this information. Because I think that if just by if you're not cuz okay, so like if I go on Facebook mm-hmm. and and my Facebook activity is giving them information like by who I search for on Facebook, who I like on Facebook, who I follow on Facebook. I, I give them permission to that. But Facebook doesn't just limit its information gathering to my Facebook use. It gathers information about every other website I visit as well, as long as, you know, on that browser or, or whatever. And so I think that um, if Samsung wants to gather information about what shows I watch and feed me better shows, if it wants to feed me information about, you know, even... You know, if it's gathering information according to what I'm using that device for, or in within its realm, I think that's there's a little bit more leeway there. But when it's just listening to conversations I'm having with my wife in the living room, then I think that there needs to be some some guidelines. I think that I think that. Well, um, I have a. I'm, I'm going to come back to my free
1: market comment after we do a cigar update. Um, partly because I'm really intrigued by drawing harder, and it's hard when we're talking.
0: Yeah, um,
1: space, and you, you should listen to the podcast I did solo without you. It was so hard to keep the cigar going and do the podcast. It's like imagine if Ben Shapiro was smoking a cigar. How how much less content he, he would be able to throw out in the thirty to forty five minutes that he's that he he's needs on to the do ship. something. <clears throat> he could slow down a little. I, I could run him at about half speed and still still be interested. But anyway, um, do you listen to podcasts? That ha- I, I listen to my one one. Point five speed, generally speaking. Some I do. I can't Shapiro, but like yeah. usually I don't. I I kind of stopped because I felt like if I have to listen to it that fast, then I'm listening to too much. And I thought I'm going to listen to it at normal speed and just say this is what I get. I actually was worried that it might be kind of amping me up too, you know. Mm. And like when I'm to go try to talk to my wife and I'm talking too fast, <laughs> I'm too hyper. Yeah, it's like it's worse than nicotine, you know. <laughs> so so cigar update of the. Gurkha, Private Select Toro. Um, I wish I'd started drawing harder earlier. Um, in the beginning, Probably
0: about the same pace here. <clears throat> yeah, about yeah. I've been drawing a lot
1: faster that. here yeah. in the last the last half. But I think and now it's weird because because it's a light pack, it's harder to draw. It is hard because it, it's so it's loose enough that it's just it keeps keeps coming. But <clears throat> and I don't normally like a hot draw. But if you keep this a little warmer than average, I think the flavors are, there's more flavor there, particularly in this last half. It's it's a little deeper. Yeah. And I like it. Like, a little, maybe a little less Connecticut-y. Yeah. On the latter half, because I've been drawing faster, keeping it warm, and um, it's, it's, I think it's better in the latter half.
0: So, uh... Okay. Yeah. I agree with you, and I enjoy this cigar. However, I think that on the whole, <clears throat> I think in order to enjoy it, the way i to make it nice to me like to make to make it taste the way I like, I have to focus way too much on it. I feel like I'm just sitting here sucking on this yep. cigar the whole time, which takes away from a little of the experience so I mean if they packed it a little tighter it might it might uh fix the problem I don't yeah. know and I don't think you can get it in a different ring gauge
1: either. I think this is the only one, and I'd never want it to be too tight because that always ruins a cigar too but i am I'm am working on it a lot, mm-hmm. thinking about it a lot, and i'm I don't like parent cigars. With booze, but because this is light enough, be, I like cigars and I like whiskey enough that I don't want to. I don't want to ruin one with the other. But this is light enough. I think it needs a. It needs something. I might drink something. Yeah, a single malt or it's, cognac. Or I something. might drink something with it. So, um, uh, anyway, and the the flavors. It's I, I, it's, kept, it's kept. It was sweet for about the first half. I think it's less sweet, but the rum is still there if I keep drawing hard, and it's actually deeper. So that's yeah. that's my comment. I might not buy it again. There's enough cigars I like better. That's the thing. <clears throat> yeah. It's not that it's a bad cigar. It's just right. there's so many others that I like better. Yeah. Um, it's good. And construction's good. I mean, the burn line for mine's been straight. I almost got a wonky light at the beginning, but it's burned, burnt great. Um, the wrappers, it's they're humidified great, so it's, it's holding together. It cut really nice. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a great cigar. It's a quality cigar yeah, for sure. it is. No, no complaints. So my, my free market response to what you were saying is... Um, and and I'm not real solid on this, so that's why I'm kind of hem-hawing around a little bit. I would like to see, because I think that if people demand it, I, I'm not sure people do. I think the average person just like they just live their life, and they they either don't know or don't care that they're being listened to. But I think for those people, if there are enough people who care, the free market will start producing things that are that are safer, freer from that kind of intrusion, and I think somebody will rise up and sell it. And so, I want to give a counterpoint here. I think that's the way it should happen. I think the less government regulation, the better. However, <clears throat> there's another issue, and this might get this will probably take us to the end of the podcast here. The other issue is not just, you know, is it deep down in, in the owner's manual where it says they're monitoring and listening to us, but has China secretly sold a chip to somebody manufacturing a TV in the United States and China is listening when the company in the United States doesn't even know that China's listening because they've embedded it in a chip that's in my TV. Yeah. That's a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you regulate, how do you protect that? Mm-hmm. That's where I might say, okay, maybe
0: this is getting a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so I don't know where to start, but certainly it has even been in the news that China has put back doors in things. We call it back doors, you know, like where they have access to these. So the, the American company might be openly or, you know, on purpose gathering and using this information, but certainly the manufacturer also has access to it because they're the ones that built it. Yeah. So they... They can they can just as easy tap in. I mean, when when the, the seller contacts customer, you know, when they're needing customer service, they go to the manufacturer. The manufacturer has to log in and see what's going on, so they have access to it. So certainly that is an issue, and it's part of um, what I have concerns about. The second thing is, it is it, there's there's kind of a lot to it. I'm kind of try to talk fast because I know we're getting up against the, t- the clock here, but. Um, the problem is when you have an open source or free system that says, hey, we're a safe browser. We don't collect all your information. Mm-hmm. They are at an inherent disadvantage in the marketplace because they don't have all this value that's being generated by... They don't have all this saleable information. For example, if if I use Chrome and Google is monitoring every, every aspect of everything that I do online because I use Chrome, uh, they have... I mean, I'm making them hundreds of dollars a day, you know, in in saleable value that they sell. They take that information and they use it to make money to offer me products, but they also, also sell that information. And so they're making a lot of, they're selling that information two, three, four, five, ten times, whereas a company that doesn't collect it is at an inherent market disadvantage because they're not, they can't, they don't have all that income. (laughs) I'm shaking my head. No, he I don't agree. agree. Well,
1: because you're labeling, you're labeling that as an advantage. Someone that was in the open source would say they have the advantage because they're protecting it, because they're not collecting it. So, so how they, are they, going they would to make money. They would call that a market advantage. If <clears throat> honestly, if it's not a market advantage, it's not a market advantage. It either is, and they can say we're free, buy our product, and if the market wants it, they'll buy it. If not, people will say. Well then, I'm I'm just gonna get
0: get listened to because that's and, but see here's the thing <clears throat> so okay so I'm gonna have a I'm gonna I'm gonna charge ten dollars and it costs money because it's the freest uh, most non include or non uh, it's the it's the uh, we're not gonna surveil you okay mm-hmm. it costs ten dollars for this browser but Flash Adobe YouTube. Won't work on it because we they can't collect your information. So like all these main, all of these uh, platforms, Java, whatever, decide. Well, we're not going to play ball with this. We're not going to give you access to the market. Hey, hey, people! That means every, that means Java and everything else has to be recreated in the free market you're, too. You're talking about building a whole new internet infrastructure, <clears throat> and I don't know if you really can do that without without inter- engaging with some of these platforms. I just don't think it's possible. When we talk about it... Look at it, what happened to Gab just a month ago. Well,
1: when we talk about it... Here, I,
0: here's my comment. In theory, you're right. But in, in actuality,
1: like, it doesn't play out. Well, but I think it does. It, it play it, The free market plays out. It, if if people don't care enough to pay for the other product,
0: then then it won't rise up. And I don't it, think it's possible to produce what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it hasn't happened. Because I think it would be a gold mine. Well...
1: Maybe, but I'm not sure that the companies are making it. I'm not sure you can make, to me, make a valid argument as to why the government should be involved. Because I just, I don't think the government makes it better. Because when the government gets involved, all of the big companies say, Oh, right, we should play ball, and they start sending money to the people to lobby the government and they pass the things that they want to pass so that the little guy still can't play ball. So I don't think government makes it better.
0: And that's and that's my best free because so I, what you're saying is if you don't want people to monitor everything you do, then you just need to move to the woods and live off the land and not participate in the free world. <laughs> There's a
1: lot of free world I don't participate in already. That's me too. Joe. Me too. <laughs> so me too. Where oh where are we at? Are we, are we about time to yeah, do. Yeah, it's my, my cigar. Time to it's closer. getting really short too. So I know we got to be close. Yeah. I hope we're not. I hope we're not over. But it's okay. It, but who yeah, cares? It it's like happen. we're not. Nobody's keeping us. You no, know, we, we 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 should do a cigar wrap. And I I don't have anything else to add. I think I said it all on the other update. Um, it's it's um, it's not getting very hot, so I'm smoking it really short. Yeah, so that's good. Flavor's still there. So I'm I'm gonna finish it up. Um, I don't. I don't have any other, we should revisit it, particularly the, the China chip thing. We should revisit that because I think there's more to talk about there. Oh, yeah. uh, partly because <clears throat> I think I would concede some government involvement there. But when you're just talking about <coughs> market possibilities, I'm I'm just going to go free market But and we could have some more fun with that.
0: Yeah, so. I, there's a lot more <clears> to <throat> talk about. <throat> yeah. And I need, to, I, I need to have more information if I'm going to make some of the stances I'm making, but...
1: Yeah. Well, um, let's let's call that a wrap. Cigar was good, the Gurkha private select toro. Uh, thanks for listening to Doug and We'll catch you next week. See ya.